We are on Deuteronomy 26, giving the first fruits. When you enter the land, the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance and you take possession of it and live in it. Take some of the first fruit of all the land's produce that you have harvest from the land the Lord your God is giving you and put it, put it in a basket. Then go to the place where the Lord your God chooses to have his name dwell. When you come before the priest who is serving at that time, say to him, Today I declare the Lord your God that I have to the Lord your God that I have entered the land the Lord swore to our fathers to give us. Then the priest will take the basket from him from you and place it before the altar of the Lord your God. You are to respond by saying, In the presence of your God, my father was a wandering Aramean. He went down to Egypt with a few people and resided there as an alien. There he became a great, powerful, and populous nation. But the Egyptians mistreated and oppressed us and forced us to do hard labor. So we called out to the Lord, the God of our fathers, and the Lord heard our cry and saw our misery, hardship, and oppression. David says this very phrase in a lot of his psalms that he cried out to the Lord and the Lord saw his misery, hardship, and oppression. Then the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a strong hand often referred to as the righteous right hand and an outstretched arm with terrifying power and with signs and wonders. He led us to this place and gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. I have now brought the first of the land's produce that you, the Lord, have given me. He will then place the container before the Lord your God and bow down to him, bow down to him. You, the Levites, and the resident aliens among you will rejoice in all the good things the Lord your God has given you in your household. All right. All right, the tenth and the third year. When you have finished paying all the tenth in your produce, tenth of your produce in the third year the year of the tenth you are to give it to the levites resident aliens fatherless children and widows so that they may eat in your towns and be satisfied then you will say in the presence of the lord your god i have taken the consecrated portion out of my house i have also given to the levites resident aliens fatherless children and widows according to all the commands you gave me I have not violated or forgotten your commands. I have not eaten any of it while in mourning or removed any of it while unclean or offered any of it for the dead. I have obeyed the Lord my God. I have done all you commanded me. Look down from your holy dwelling from heaven and bless your people. That's a good prayer. You can pray. Look down from your holy dwelling and bless your people, Israel, and the land you have given us as you swore to our fathers a land flowing with milk and honey covenant summary the lord your god is commanding you this day to follow these statutes and ordinances follow them carefully with all your heart and all your soul today you have affirmed that the lord is your god and that you will walk in his ways keep his statutes commands and ordinances and obey him and today the lord has affirmed that you are his possession as he promised you and you are to keep all his commands that he will elevate that he will elevate you to praise fame and glory above all the nations he has made and that you will be a holy people to the Lord your God, as he promised. It's wild that even to this day, 2021, as small and yeah, in land size and in population Israel is, it's one of the most talked about, it's still talked about in the news every pretty much every day. It's a topic discussion 
what's going on in Israel. And if that's not a sign for you enough to know that the Bible is real and that God is real and I don't know what else to tell you. Why would people be talking about Israel? We got sit. People don't talk about. Well, Houston is a bigger city than Israel alone. I think yeah, in population. Let's see here. Let's look at the population of Israel quick. Do we want to do that? Yeah, we'll do that. Population. So the population is 8,792,702. I didn't know there was that many people there. 8 million people live in Israel? Almost 9 million? I didn't know there was that many folks. I'll say population of Houston. Okay, Houston is only 2.3 million. Hmm, interesting. So, and the population of Los Angeles is 4 million. So Israel is like twice as big. But the land size is... Wow, 8... I did not know 9 million people, almost 9 million people live in Israel. That's wild. I had no idea. Learned something new today. All right, let's read these Tony. But yeah, the fact that it's still a small nation compared to the United States because we have 300 million people. So we're what? That's 30 times or 30 times as big as as uh, Israel. But it's talked about as much as the United States, if not more around the world. All right. So all right, let's keep going. Read these Tony of his notes and close it out. I don't even know where I left off or <laughs> it's pretty bad. Uh, where what notes am I reading? Sorry, y'all. One second here. All right, here we go. Here we go. We yeah, the notes from twenty six. All right, here we go. All right. Offering the first fruits of their harvest was an opportunity for the people to remind themselves and declare publicly that God had indeed given them the land as promised and that the produce was the proof. The wandering Aramean is a reference to both Jacob, also called Israel, and to the Israelites' father Abraham. He spent years in Aram on his way to Canaan. His grandson Jacob married Rachel, who was from the Aramean side of his family too. There is debate as to whether the tithe described here to be brought in the third year was the regular third year tithe Moses had already taught about in Deuteronomy 14. A one time offering like the first fruits offering above or second tithe to be made every third year. Obedience was not to be grudging or mechanical as people who were called to love the Lord their God with all their being. They were to obey him willingly and fully fully heart and soul all right let's go down our romans road romans three twenty three says for all have sinned and come short of the glory of god and romans six twenty three says for the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life through jesus christ our lord romans 5 8 but god commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners christ died for us 
Romans 10, 13, for whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans 10, 9 through 10, that if thou confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For the, with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto, unto salvation. So you can simply pray this prayer if you've never asked Jesus in your heart and say, Dear Father, dear God, dear Heavenly Father, God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' In mighty name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. We'll be back for Deuteronomy 27.